Cantos forty one to forty four of Book Six of the Ramayana Balmiki, translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om One Two Three. Canto forty one Rama's Envoy. When Rama saw each bloody trace on King Sugriva's limbs and face, he cried while soaring at the view his arms about his friend he drew two venturous chieftain kings like us bring not their lives in peril does nor save when counsel shows the need attempt so bold so rash a deed remember i the vision all have sorrowed fearing for thy fall oh do not for us all i speak these desperate adventures seek i could not cried Sugriva, broke, upon the giant king to look, nor challenge to the deadly strife the fiend who robed thee of thy wife. Now, Lakshman, Marshal, Rama cried, our legions where the woods are wide, and stand we ready to oppose the fury of our giant foes. This day our armies shall ascend the walls which Ravan's powers defend and floods of rakshas blood shall stain the streets encumbered with the slain down from the peak he came and viewed the banners ordered multitude each captain dare for battle bond each fiery eye to lanka turned on where the royal brothers led to lanka's walls the legion sped the northern gate where giant foes Swarmed round their monarch, Rama chose, where he in person might direct the battle and his troops protect. What arm but his the post might keep, where strong as he who sways the deep, mid thousands armed with bow and mace, stood Ravan, mightiest of his race. The eastern gate was Nila's post, where Marshal stood his banner host, and Minder with his troops arrayed and duvet stood to lend him aid the southern gate was ungod's care who ranged his bold battalions day hanuman by the port that faced the setting sun his legions placed and king sugriva held the oud east of the gate where robin stood on every side the myriads met and lanka's walls of clothes beset that scarce the roving gale could win a passage to the hosts within loud as the angry ocean's roar when wild waves lash the rocky shore ten thousand thousand throats upsent a shout that tore the firmament and lanka with each grove and brook the tower and wall and rampart shook the giant's heart and were appalled then ragusan to ungad called and led by kingly duty gave this order merciful as brave go ungod ravan's presence seek and does my words of warning speak how art thou changed and fallen now o monarch of the giants thou whose impious fury you'd not spare saint nymph or spirit of the air whose food in hofty triumph trod on yaksha king and serpent god how art thou fallen from thy pride which brahma's favour fortified 
with myriads at Dilanka's gate, I stand my righteous ire to say it, and punish thee with sword and flame, the tyrant fiend who stole my dame. Now show the might, employ the guile, O monarch of the giant's isle, who stole the helpless dame away, call up thy power and strength today. Once more I warn thee, Rakshas king, this hour the mighty lady bring, and yielding while there yet is time, seek suppliant pardon for the crime. Or oh, I will leave beneath the sun, no living Rakshas, no, not one. In vain from battle wilt thou fly, or borne on pinions seek the sky. The hand of Rama shall not spare, his fiery shaft shall smite thee there. He ceased, and Ungard bowed his head. Tense like embodied flame he sped, And lighted from his airy road Within the Rakshas king's abode. There sate the centre of a ring Of counsellors the giant king. Swift through the circle Ungard pressed, And spoke with fury in his breast. Sent by the lord of Goshal's land, His envoy here, O king, I stand. Ungard, the son of Bali, fame, has happily taught thine years my name. Thus in the words of Rama I am come to warn thee or defy. Come forth, and fighting in the vein, display the spirit of a man. This arm shall slay thee, tyrant, all. Thy nobles, kit, and kin shall fall. And out and heaven, from terror freed, shall joy to see the oppressor bleed. The vision when his foe is slain, anointed king in peace shall reign. Once more I counsel thee, repent, avoid the mortal punishment, which honour due the dame restore, and pardon for thy sin implore. Loud rose the king's infuriate cry, Seize, seize the banner, let him die. Four of his band their lord obeyed, and eager hands on Angad laid. He, purposing his strength to show, gave no resistance to the foe, but swiftly round his captors cast his mighty arms and held them fast. Fear, shout, and cry around him rang, light to the palace roof he sprang. There his detaining arms unwound and hauled the giants to the ground. Then smiting with a fearful stroke, a turret from the roof he broke, as when the fiery levin sent by Indra from the clouds has rent the proud peak of the lord of snow and flung the stony mass below. Again with loud terrific cry he sprang exulting to the sky and joyous for his errand done stood by the side of Ragu's son. Canto 42 The Sally Still was the cry, the banner foes Around the leaguered city close. King Ravan from the terrace gazed, And saw what eyes where fury blazed. The banner host in serried ranks, Pressed the moat and lined the banks, And, first in splendour and in place, The lion lord of Ragu's race. And Rama looked on Lanka where Gay flags were streaming to the air, And while keen sorrow pierced him through, his loving thoughts to Sita flew. 
there, there in deep affliction lies, my darling with the fawn-like eyes. There on the cold bare ground she keeps, sad vizel and forama weeps. Mad with the thought, charge, charge, he cried, let art with Raksha's blood be dyed. Responsive to his call rang out, a loud universal shout, as myriads filled the moat with stone, trees, rocks, and mountains overthrown, and charging at their leader's call, pressed forward, furious to the wall. Some in their headlong ardor scaled, the ramparts height, the guard assailed, and many a ponderous fragment rent from portal, tower, and battlement, whose gates adorned with burnished gold, were loosened and lifted from their hold, and post and pillar with a sound like thunder fell upon the ground. At every portal, east and west, and north and south, the chieftains pressed, each in his post appointed led his myriads in the forest bred. Charge, let the gates be opened wide. Charge, charge, my giants, Robin cried. They heard his voice, and loud and long, rang the wild clamour of the throng, and shell and drum their notes upsent, and every martial instrument. Fought at the bidding of their lord, from every gate the giants poured. As when the waters rise and swell, whose waves preceding waves impel, again from every banner throat a scream of fierce defiance smote. The welkin, art and sea and sky, re-echoed with the awful cry, the roar of elephants, the neigh of horses eager for the fray, the frequent clash of warriors' steel, the rattling of the chariot wheel. Fierce was the deadly fight opposed, in terrible array they closed. As when the gods of heaven enraged, with rebel fiends wild battle waged, ache, spear, and mace were wielded well, at every blow a banner fell. But shivered rock and brandished tree brought many a giant on his knee to perish in his town beneath the deadly wounds of nail and teeth. Canto forty three The Single Combats Brave chiefs of each opposing side their strength in single combat tried. Fierce in Rezit the fight began with Ungard in the battle's van. Sampati, strongest of his race, stood Utprajakya face to face. Hanuman Jambavali met, in mortal opposition said. Bevishan, brother of the Lord, of Lanka raised his threatening sword, and singled out, with eyes aglow, with red, Satrugna for his foe. The mighty Gaza, Tapan sought, and Nila with Nikumva fought. Sugriva Banner King, defied fierce beggars long in battle tried and lakshman fearless in the fight encountered birupaksha's might to meet the royal rama came while the gniketu fierce as flame mitragana he who loved to strike his foeman and his friend alike with rasmiketu known and feared wherever his ponderous flag was reared and yegyakop whose delight was ruin of the sacred rite. These met and fought with thousands more, and trampled art was red with gore. Swift as the bolt which Indra sends, 
when fire from heaven the mountain rends smote in drudget with furious blows on angered queller of his foes but angered from his foreman tore the murderous mace the warrior bore and low in dust his coursers rolled his driver and his car of gold struck by the shafts brajanka sped the banner chief some party bled but heedless of his gashes he crushed down the giant with a tree then carbon jambavali smote hanuman on the chest and throat but at the car the banner rushed and chariot steeds and rider crushed sugriva whirled the huge tree round and struck fierce braghas to the ground one arrow shot from lakshman's bow laid mighty birupaksha low his giant foes round rama pressed and shot their shafts at head and breast but when the iron shower was spent four arrows from his bow he sent and every missile deftly sped cleft from the trunk a giant head canto forty four the night the lord of light had sunk and set night came the foemen struggled yet and fiercer from the gloom of night grew the wild fury of the fight scarce could each warrior's eager eye the foemen from the friend descry rakshas obana say cried each and foe near foemen by his speech why wilt thou fly o warrior stay turn on the foe and rend and slay such were the cries such words of fear smote through the gloom each listening ear each swordy rover of the night whose golden armor flashed with light showed like a towering hill embraced by burning oods about his waist the giants at the banners flew and ravening ate the foes they slew with mortal bite like serpent's fang the banners at the giants sprang and car and steeds and they who bore the pennons fell bedewed with gore no serried band no farm array the fury of their charge could stay down went the horse and rider down went giant lords of high renown though midnight shade was dense and dark with skill that swerved not from the mark their bows the sons of record drew and each keen shaft a chieftain slew uprose the blinding dust from meads ploughed by the cars and trampling steeds and where the warriors fell the flood was dark and terrible with blood six giants singled rama out and chose him with a furious shout loud as the roaring of the sea when every wind is raging free six times he shot six heads were cleft six giants dead on art were left nor ceased he yet his bow he strained and from the sounding weapon rained a storm of shafts whose fiery glare filled all the region of the air and chieftains dropped before his aim like moths that perish in the flame art glistened where the arrows fell as shines in autumn nights a dell which fireflies flashing through the gloom with momentary light illume but indrajit when bali's son the victory over the foe had won saw with a fury kindled eye his mangled steeds and driver die 
then lost in air he fled the fight and vanished from the victor's sight the gods and saints glad voices raised and angered for his virtue praised and ragusans bestowed the meed of honour due to valorous deed compelled his shattered car to quit raise filled the soul of indrajit who broke not strong by brahma's grace defeat from one of banner race in magic mist concealed from view his bow the treacherous warrior drew and ragu's sons were forced to feel the tempest of his winged steel then when his arrows failed to kill the princess who defied him still he bound him with a serpent noose the magic bond which none might lose and of cantos forty one forty two forty three and forty four